0: welcome to eliza starting at 16 i'm eliza rubin a 17 year old girl living on the upper east side of manhattan and if you hear things in the background it is my dog stealing stuff out of my trash barnaby oh my god and i'm back so last week when i was talking to you guys i had just gone through a breakup like three days before and i was like oh my gosh everything is great and we're best friends and like i'm a little heartbroken and dead inside but like everything is fine Um, And one of my friends called me out and was like, you just said you were fine. And then like five minutes later, you sounded like you were dying. Oh, how did he get that? I swear. Oh, Barnaby. Turns out everybody else was right and I was wrong. And I was totally lying to myself and totally, like, in denial. Like, we can be best friends. We cannot be best friends right away. I tried that with my last ex-boyfriend, Jake, when we broke up the day after. I was like, and we're best pals and nothing happened and who cares? Everything's fine. And, like, I honestly believed everything was fine. And then it was not. And this time I'm still, like, friends with Nick, but don't the call is not to become best friends and like text all the time right away and try to hang out like even my friends were calling us out saying like this is weird you you can't you cannot like sit in the lounge and play games like play board games and text and snap and do all the normal stuff except like call each other boyfriend and girlfriend right away you, you just can't do that and I was like no it's fine we're different we're best friends it's fine um and then immediately like two days later i started like crying and like left class and was like texting in my group chat to all my best friends like i'm in the middle school girls bathroom like sitting on a windowsill crying if anybody wants to come in and help like it wasn't bad that i cut class because like i didn't cut class we were watching a movie that i had already seen we were watching ex machina um just so that nobody thinks i'm a ditcher and a slacker and there was a sub, so really it was all fine, but I was there freaking out, and my friends came in, and they were like, Eliza, like, you are fine, everything is fine, you're gonna be great, like, you need to learn how to be in high school without a boyfriend, which is actually an amazing point, because, like, I haven't really not had a boyfriend in my high school life since I was, like, 14, like, even when I was in between boyfriends, there was still a boy, and it's like, I don't know, you gotta learn how to Like, see yourself not in the eyes of somebody else and be like, oh, I'm awesome, even if there's not someone sitting with you being like, you're awesome all the time. And, like, have fun doing things by yourself and have fun doing things with your friends and, like, not require someone to be with you while you're watching a movie to enjoy watching a movie which one of my friends Rachel who has been on the podcast before really she's a blunt girl and she just totally was like Eliza like do things for yourself what do you do for yourself you can do this it's really like sad if you don't know how to be a person when there's not a boy to tell you that you're a person which is just very valid and something I totally needed because like it's very hard i would say especially for someone like me who like gives my whole whole entire heart to people Sometimes in a way that's, like, disappointing because they can't give their whole heart to me. So I really put all of my feelings into basically everybody. Like, I cry when I'm giving someone advice and, like, when I'm telling them I love them, I cry. I basically... I'm a big crier. Not even, like, I'm a sad person, but just, like, I get so involved and attached to things. And, like, it can be a good quality, I guess, but it really makes for a hard time because it means that basically all I want is, like, for the people I love to love me and, like... Oh, you know, if you're a sensitive person who has a lot of feelings, that I'm sure you understand. But point is, I was like, I've got to put my whole heart into myself now, and like, it's going to be great, and I'm going to, like, start meditating, and maybe I'll take up knitting, or, you know, learn something cool that I don't know before, whatever. Um, Turns out, it's a little harder than that, and oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Someone. Anyway, this might be a little rambly, but... It's kind of a combo of what I'm obsessed with this week, what I'm done with this week, what's stressing me out this week, Lizzie's life lessons. I'm obsessed with trying to like help myself be my own person and not just see myself through somebody else's eyes and learn that like love is awesome when it's from your friends too and like from your family and from everybody around you that's not just a boy and people aren't just like automatically amazing because they're a boy and just because somebody likes you doesn't mean you have to like – Give your entire soul to them (laughs) like you don't have to sell your soul to people for them to like you and sometimes you've got to protect yourself too and don't let somebody else become your whole life because then you'll be really sad when you have like a Saturday and you're like what was I going to do with this Saturday? Oh I was going to hang out with this person and now I'm not so now I feel upset. And I'm really lucky, again, that I kept all my friends really close to me because I don't know what I would be doing if I didn't have them all. Like, we went to this festival, The Meadows, yesterday, which I will talk about later. But I just feel really lucky that I have them all. Um, And I'm lucky that I still get to have Nick as a friend because we are friends. Like, as dramatic as I was about being friends and then not being friends. Like, we are still pals and we're going to hang out. And especially what's different from Jake is that we have, like, all the same friends. And we were friends to begin with, so not every ex-boyfriend is the same. They're all different situations, and I predict this one ending well, especially because I'm in a way better place with this breakup than I was with the last one. Like, with Jake, I was freaking out. I was, like, a beginning of junior year, like, panicky weirdo, didn't know how to handle anything. And now I'm like, you know what? This is not the end of the world. I am my own person. I can be chill, even though sometimes it really, really, (laughs) really sucks. And a lot of you have been emailing me with, like, the sweetest things, telling me your own stories, and it's just awesome, and thank you so much for it all. It means the world to me. Like, the number of times that I've cried reading your emails about breakups and, like, you guys being nice is honestly ridiculous and upsetting, and I'm not going to disclose the number, but it's a lot. So thank you so, so much. And now on to The Meadows, which was a music festival I went to this weekend with my friends. Um, Maybe I actually just called Meadows, but whatever. It was in Queens, which was also hard because my (laughs) ex-boyfriend lives in Queens. So on the way home, I passed his house, which was horrible. And on the way there, I passed his stop, which was horrible. But anyway, um, it was really, really fun. It's a two-day thing, but I only went on Sunday. People, well, it's the place where Kanye West performed. Um, and had to leave early when he heard that Kim was robbed in Paris. So he peaced out of there early. I think there's a video of it online of him being like, Oh, gotta go family emergency. Um, he classically came late. So we were like standing in the middle of a crowd forever and then decided to leave to go get food and just hear him from the outside. But it was really, really fun. And maybe it's lame, but it was my first like music festival. I wasn't allowed to go to GovBall and I'm definitely not like a Coachella person And my takeaway is that I'm not a music festival kind of person. Um, I'm not a like, let's get really drunk and like do a ton of crazy stuff kind of person. I like being like in control. I like knowing where I'm going. I like having an agenda and a schedule and I'm just not, I honestly really love parties, but there are just so many people, I don't know. I had a blast and also at the same time, I don't know if I would do it again. I'm like, oh, I experienced a music festival and it was super fun and I saw Bourne's, whom I adore, thanks to Rachel, and it was super awesome. And I saw Chance the Rapper, and he was amazing, and it was so much fun. But also, like, that's cool. I don't need to do one for another one for a long time. A lot of waiting, a lot of heat, a lot of the smell of weed and alcohol. And my friend got beer poured on her head because she was dancing in someone's face, and it was incredibly rude. This girl literally poured beer on my friend's head just for dancing a little bit big. It was very rude, and I would say both a highlight and a low light of the whole thing. It was actually pretty hilarious, but still. And now something I'm done with, aka something I'm really irked at, which is when colleges, this is very specific, but as a senior, I get a lot of emails from colleges, like where I put my name on their list, or they found you somehow, and their emails are like, generic things that they send out to everyone but they really easily could fool someone because the way they're phrased is like we specifically want you for our school or like you seem like an amazing candidate for someone who would work beautifully and have an amazing experience at our perfect school we specifically want you because we've looked at what you can do and it's fake like for real they send you stuff i'm sure they're real emails and like they've actually looked at you somewhere but for the most part a lot of them are generic things that they send to everyone to get you to apply because schools obviously want more applicants and want to be like, yeah, we have a million bajillion applicants and we're really selective and we only have the best people, which is like all well and good. I understand that totally. Like who am I to deny them their ability to do whatever they want with their students? But it feels really kind of frustrating to me because I'm like, what if I actually believed this? Like what if I really got an email from this school and it said they want me specifically and I actually believed it? And I actually had no chance of getting in. How would that feel? And what if you just don't know? And that bothers me. Like, it bothers me to think, even for a second when I see that, it's like, we want you. And I'm like, me? How do they know? I mean, that's so dumb. Okay, maybe not we want you. But it's like, we've looked your stuff over and we want you. And it feels so, like, it feels like it could be such a potentially heartbreaking thing to have them lift you up. When really they're lifting, like, millions of other students up just because they have your email. Like, why make the college process more upsetting for people when you don't have to? You feel me? So that is that for this week. If you want to see pictures of stuff I talk about, for example, I'm going to post a picture of my experience at the Meadows right after I finish recording this. If I can find a good one and one where I don't look ridiculous, go check me out at Eliza Starting on Instagram. And if you have any questions for me, anything you want to tell me, and if you want to maybe have your question answered on the podcast... For my Askatine segment, then hit me up at elizastarting at gmail.com. So thank you so much for listening, and come back in a week because who knows what we'll be up to do by then.